Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Welcome back to The Edge Podcast, giving you the edge to win in business and in life. Here's your host, Brandon White. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about five competitive advantage ideas that you may already have and or could set a goal to develop that creates a barrier to entry for your business and that you can put down on your barriers to entry slide in your business plan. Let's get started. Number one, channel access. This is some deal that gives you either exclusive or you're one of a few companies where that product is distributed. You could think of this as maybe you're on the eye-level shelf in a grocery store if you're a consumer product. It could be that you have a deal with a distributor that only carries one type of your product. It could be that you're a services company and you have a deal with another services company or a VAR who recommends you as their service provider. So you you really do want to develop these however you could get them. If you're a a direct-to-consumer DTC company and you're just online, maybe that's a deal that you have with another company where they upsell your product. We had somebody on the show which had a plug-in to Shopify that would do this and upsell that. That's an exclusive channel. So think about channel access and how you can carve out that niche. Recurring revenue. This is a huge competitive advantage because you can actually predict your business over time and you're not starting from scratch at the beginning of the month or the beginning of the quarter. You will eventually have some sort of predictability with your recurring revenue. And that's a huge barrier to entry because someone who's just getting started, it's really hard to get from zero to one, one to two, one to two to three as you're developing a business. And once you get that recurring revenue engine, it gives you a significant amount of power and confidence and competitive advantage against people in the market. Now, that doesn't mean that it's magic. If you're listening to this and you're like, Brandon, recurring revenue, yeah, that's great. I still have to work on it. Of course you do. But at least you have a every month, you have some amount of recurring revenue coming in, which is going to be a competitive advantage to someone who's trying to get into your market, whether that's just for a product or service you have or your whole business. So somehow think about how your business can get some sort of recurring revenue. Virality. This is something that I have thought about for many years. And one of the things that I realized as I had built a few businesses in different industries is, especially in tech, And you could do this with your website, even if you're not a tech company, meaning a software company or a web app or an app or whatever you are. But how can you actually build virality into your business? That could be built into your actual technology. And the reason you want that is because if you can get virality or a viral movement happening within your product or architected within your product or service, then your customer acquisition costs are not zero, but they're close to zero, and that gives you a huge competitive advantage. If you've seen these products that 
where they go viral because they have virality built into them. Sure, some of them get shared and the algorithm picks them up and all of a sudden they go viral. I'm not talking about viral going viral in the sense that your clip got picked up and you've got 5 million views. That that may be true in in practice that those sorts of virality don't sustain long term. And sometimes it's hard to replicate them. And the people that do replicate them work really, really hard and spend a lot of money. But if you can architect that into your software or website or whatever that is, then that's just, to me, that's sort of the the holy grail of any type of business because your customer acquisition costs are just so low that your competitors have to, one, figure out how you're doing it, two, is build it, and three, is replicate it, and that can be super hard. Number four, customer service. This may sound trivial, but in today's day and age, it's huge. Just think about companies out there that have amazing customer service and how you love their product and how you go back to that company. There's, to pick one out, there's a million shoe companies out there. There's a million people who sell shoes online, but Zappos does an incredible job. Do they compete on price? I don't know if they're really cheaper. In some cases, they've been more expensive when I've looked for some shoes on there. But I know that I can return it with no questions asked. I know that basically anything that happens, they're going to take care of me. And that's just that's just huge. Amazon is decent but doesn't have a human, but you can return products really easily. In general, they get back to you. I use Amazon as an example mainly because their quote-unquote customer service is it makes it so easy to return it. In fact, I stick with Amazon because you don't even have to package your package up anymore. You just return it to the UPS store, un- unpackaged. That's really great customer service. Now, you need to figure out in your financials how you support that and build that into your product's cost, so to speak, or your contribution margin. But you can have extraordinary customer service and deliver it day in and day out and get a high net promoter score on a regular basis, high for your industry, then you're carving out a moat that's going to be really hard for competitors to replicate. And a lot of companies just don't spend the time on that. If you're curious about net promoter score, go back to some previous episodes where I explain what the net net promoter score is, some industry metrics that you could use to fit whatever company or business you're in and how that works. But you get a high net promoter score, which is effectively saying, hey, your customers love you. It's going to carve out a moat that's going to be almost hard for anyone to replicate and jump into. And number five, marketing. In today's day and age, if you can figure out your marketing metrics and you can figure out a marketing campaign that works on a regular basis, then it's a huge competitive advantage. Once you hit, I call it the jackpot. Once you, you've done all your A-B testing, you've put this campaign together and whatever that's for, whether that's buying your product online or signing up for a service or getting, if you're in a service business and you're looking for leads coming in and you figure out that magic 
lead magnet or that magic combination of creative copy, landing page, creative and copy, and placement on the page, whether that's colors or whatever that is. If you can work really hard and get that your marketing dialed in and you understand what your customer acquisition cost is, and then ultimately that just feeds all these other things, your ARPU, your lifetime value, all of these things, then the competitive advantage is, is that you know for every dollar that you put in what you're going to get returned in general. Sure, an algorithm could change. Uh, something can happen in today's online world very easily for sure. But in general, once you have that concept and that that campaign working, it is it is magic. So in review, five competitive advantage ideas for your barriers to entry for for your barriers to entry slide in your business plan, which is effectively creating a moat. And we should always be creating a moat around our business, around our products, around our services, so that it keeps the competition away. It doesn't mean that we're we're obsessed with our competition. It means that we're obsessed with our business and making it the very best and figuring out where we're going to excel that will keep out the competitors. So in review, number one, channel access. Number two, recurring revenue. Somehow, don't care if you're a product or service, there's a way to do it. Virality, figure out how to build some virality into your business. Customer service, which is something that it's just down and dirty, block and tackle, make it happen and care about it. And number five, marketing. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe because I don't want you to miss any future episodes like this. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments and or the email in the show notes and I will get back to you. One last thing before we go, if you're interested in the full business plan and where the barriers to entry slide fits in your business plan, which can also serve as a pitch deck for you if you want to raise money, which all businesses that grow are going to have to raise money somehow, in some way, then check back to episode 10, episode 10, where we did a 16-part series on how to build your business plan. And I believe there's even a free download in there for you that can help you, a 30-page PDF cheat sheet that will accelerate your ability to get a business plan out the door. It took a lot of time to do that, and it took me a lot of years to figure it out. As importantly, all of this, thanks for listening. Appreciate you. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.